Talent, this defense is obviously getting a lot of heat, just haven't been able to get off the field in two straight weeks, giving up a lot of points. What has to change right now, and, and how do you approach it to, to try and turn this ship around? Yeah, that's a good question. I think um, we each individually need to look inside and figure out. I don't think there's just one one problem that there's one solution for. I think there's lots of things that we need to fix, and it's going to be a lot of uh, reevaluation and uh, retros or like introspection for each player, and trying to figure out what what we can do to to be better. Jay and then Kevin. Alan, uh, Liberty used kind of BYU's prominence nationally. Their national brand is kind of a you know a motivating factor. How, how do you guys react to that, and how are coaches preparing you guys to play with the so-called target on your back? I mean, BYU, it, we know, is a, it is a nationally national program, and we have a lot of uh, reputation out there and nationwide fan base. And so it's they just uh, help us remember that it's an honor to play for, for BYU and um, just express gratitude for, to all the people that helped us get here. Um, each player has their own journey how they got here, and but we're just grateful to be able to put on the BYU jersey and, and then have our names on the back and the Y on the front and be able to play play football. So just gratitude. With how many veterans you guys have on this defense and brought back from last year, are, are you at all surprised about where this defense is at um, eight weeks into the season? I mean, we definitely haven't lived up to our expectations and our expectations were high. Um, as were everybody's expectations for us. So, um, so yeah, we haven't lived up to what we believe we can do, and the goal is to reach that, reach, reach those expectations and exceed them from here on out the rest of the season. They can then, Sean. Talon, uh, we just heard from Ryan that Puka Nakua is one of the guys who spoke up in the postgame locker room. Is there a guy that's on the defense who, for lack of a better term, is the guy who is willing to rip into people if need be? Uh, I think there's a lot of guys. Um, uh, could you could you restate that question, please? Sorry, I didn't quite catch that. Is there somebody on the defense who, when things are going sideways in a game or in a post-game post meeting, that type of stuff, a player or maybe even a coach will step up and essentially say what needs to be said? Oh, yeah. So, we have, yeah, there are some vocal leaders on the defense. There's, there's a, lot of le a lot of leaders that lead by example, and some of the vocal ones are Caleb Hayes and, and Tyler Batty. They, they take the initiative to be vocal and uh, help, us, help us get better. Sean, go ahead. You'd think by now I'd know how to find the mute button, Talon, but sorry about that. Oh, good. Uh, I, I just want, wanted you to kind of walk us through uh, that interception that you had on Saturday a little bit, uh, and then maybe a two-parter to the question. Do the DBs feel kind of a, a need to sort of step up and go up and, and make plays? Because a lot of what you did with that pick um, – I say this kind of tongue-in-cheek, but kind of seriously, that's sort of been the linebacker's domain a little bit to, to make those interceptions. So is that is that a focus for you guys to make plays like that? I mean, as as DBs, we always talk about tips and overthrows uh, need to be ours, and that was an overthrow, and it came right to me, landed right in my lap. So I'm glad that I was able to uh, finish the takeaway. And uh, I mean, every group, to kind of address the other part of your question, every group feels the need to step up, and 
So as a DBs, we have that same desire to step up and um, do better. Mitch, go ahead. Yeah, Talon, first off, thanks for doing this under tough spots. I think it's your first time doing this, so I appreciate you doing this. Um, wanted to ask you about your, your road back, uh, you know, coming back from the Achilles injury last year, and, and do you feel like uh, your, you know, how you felt maybe pre uh, the injury before you suffered that Achilles injury? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been a long, long recovery process. Uh, it happened last summer in July, had surgery, and then, um, it's definitely there's still a little, little more that I can get out. And then before the Achilles injury, I felt like I was improving. I was, you know, making getting stronger, getting faster, and um, don't think there's a limit to to that. And so I definitely feel that I can get same. I feel the same. I can get faster. I can get stronger, and I'm working to do that. And just hoping I can not just to be back where I was, but to be even better than where I was before the injury. We'll take last question from Jared. Alan, you talked about how everyone needs to look inside themselves and have that, you know, that internal conversation and hold themselves to the highest standard. There's an interesting correlation to that, though, that I want to ask you about because you're human. Everybody on this team's human. There will be mistakes. How do you keep that from deflating you when when a mistake happens? How do you keep that from? from snowballing into multiple mistakes. Yeah, it's definitely been something I've been um, guilty of is snowballing into more and more mistakes. But one thing that we can do is next play, just flush it, next move on next play, then we'll address it later. Um, it's the in-game moments we need to, that where we need that mindset, and then we come back after the game. That's when we can watch the film, rewatch the the play where we made the mistake, and then uh, dive into more detail and, and figure out exactly how we can fix it and then move on from there.